When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is Umar Ahmed for IFL TV, proudly sponsored by Everlast. Thank you very much to uh, Alex Krasiuk uh, for joining me because I'd imagine it's been a, a stressful week or two for you, Alex, eh? Hi, Omar. Yeah, it's been it's been a while. I would say it's been like 18 years really stressful <laughs> since I jumped in in boxing. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Well, listen, let's, let's jump to um, Sunday. So we saw on Frank Warren's Twitter, um, he said that there's very good news to come. Um, I spoke to him today and he said that all the points were agreed on a conference call on Sunday, bar the, the rematch clause terms. Um, can you confirm that? Is that true, Alex? Well, I would say that uh, we went through the majority of the points that I sent out and asked them to be included into the contract, into the main contract. So uh, I put the our demands, not our, but USIC demands, uh, so that they be respected and reflected in the contract. Mm. Um, during our conference call, which was a really a fruitful and productive one, we had everyone on board. Uh, Frank, George, uh, their lawyer, then uh, Tyson's lawyer, our lawyer, Stephen Tregar, uh, Igus, myself, and Jeremy of Top Rank, who is also the lawyer from Top Rank. Mm -hmm. So uh, we went through majority of things. Uh, they were not accepted, so we had to compromise on them. Again, just want you to make clear. So uh, we sounded like we agreed, and I was really optimistic that from that point uh, we are having a fight. But when we came closer, you know, the devil, devil always stays in details. So when we came closer, uh, we had to struggle again. And... Uh, it was a critical mess, you know, like a nuclear weapon. When when the nuclear mess comes together, it just blows up. So the uh, the split on the rematch was the um, was the point that gave the ignition. So it was the ignition point, and mm. it just blow up, exploded. Uh, Usyk was. Uh, I, I talked to Usyk, and he was. Uh, he was saying, "We went through many things, good and bad, and very good and very bad. Uh, it's been already almost ten years 
since uh, we started our cooperation. Uh, we always found the solution. Every time we had like kind of things that need to be resolved, sometimes very complicated, sometimes almost seemed almost impossible to, to get resolved. But we always uh, found the solution. Uh, when he was fighting the undisputed cruiserweight fight in Moscow, that was uh, probably one of the hardest negotiations I ever had. Most difficult. And now, what's happening now, you can understand why. Uh, I mean, what's happening now in Ukraine, and that was in Moscow. You, you can just imagine how, how difficult it was. So at this point, I would say we are having we had uh, very stressful negotiations as well but this is part of our job we um, there's no need to 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 say it loud though i said it loud already uh, we are not blaming anyone this is uh, what i want to 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 say very clearly uh, we've cooperated with frank warren with george warren with queensbury promotions very close very tight uh, I've visited London a couple times. Uh, we spent hours and hours meeting, discussing, talking on phone, talking on Zoom, everywhere, and trying to find the solution. At some point, we stopped because uh, we were desperate trying to find the, the compromise. And Tyson didn't want to compromise. Actually, he uh, he wanted what he 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 didn't actually express his his demands. The first time we heard officially from Tyson what he wants was like a couple hours before the deadline when he uh, went on Instagram saying thirty seventy you worth and your team worth seventy. So that was the first time, and Usyk hooked him from the first time because he okay. So now you are here. Now you appeared. Okay, I accept it. Let's go with it. Greedy belly. I accept your offer. 70-30 fighting on the 29th of April, meaning that 70-30 is applicable only on April 29th. And uh, you have to donate 1 million to the people of Ukraine. Very simple, very easy. He kept that in mind that because uh, he I informed him uh, regarding our negotiations and uh, and the uh, uh, rematch clause was brought to the table by Fury. So Usyk was kind of confident that uh, this fight has to happen. He wanted it badly. He made everything possible. He stayed in the training camp for more than three months because he uh, the initial date was uh, was in February. Fury didn't even train, by the way. So he wanted it to happen. And he showed his flexibility, his loyalty. He made the courtesy to the world of boxing, accepting 70-30. But how much he would have to accept more? I mean, how, how more loyal he has to be? Uh, it's a matter of fact that when, when someone comes, uh, comes up with uh, open... Uh, open arms like uh, embracing trying to embrace you and you just stay okay st st stand still 
you have to to have your smile, you have to have your eyes like this, blah, 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 and then I'm going to hug you. No, this man showed uh, his real attitude, his real uh, in, um, intention, and uh, it has to be respected. Otherwise, uh, it's not happening. Okay. Sorry for my long story. No, no, no. No, no, no. That, that's why I've got you on, Alex. That's why I've got you on. Listen, let's talk about the, the rematch clause and the terms around that, because that seems to be what's obstructing this fight. Um, so you, you, you've always maintained, Alex, that you're not, you know, Alexander Usyk's not interested in Tyson Fury. It's the WBC belt. That's what he wants to add. You've maintained that. So my question about the rematch is why not go and beat Tyson Fury, get the, the belt on April 29th, and then you don't have to worry about the rematch? Yeah, on a 50-50 basis, easily. But he agreed to 70-30, no, for April 29th? Yes, we agreed for seven. He agreed for 70-30, having in mind that uh, the winner would have 70-30 uh, in the rematch. Okay, but what I'm saying is, why even worry about the rematch? Why not go and get the WBC belt, which is what you're after, and then you can move on. You have the keys to, to the doors, if you like. Uh, if you ask Frank, Frank Warren, why would they put a rematch clause in most of the contracts? He will, mm. he will answer you, because anything may happen in the ring. Like, re remember the last fight of Daniel Dubois. He got injured, he hurt his knee, and he could lose. It's a great uh, blessing that he, he, he put himself together and, uh, and uh, won the fight. But he could have lost it. So uh, it means that the rematch clause is something that gives you a chance to uh, ensure your risks. When Queensbury or Matchroom are making a big show, they uh, spend uh, pretty solid money on insurance. It means that in case uh, the show does not take place, the insurance company will compensate the costs. So this is a matter of common reason. Mm -hmm. You have to secure the risks. And uh, when you're fighting in England, uh, the home of the WBC champion, you can get robbed by the judges just um, i'm not i'm not like claiming that uh, you'll definitely be but uh, we had this in the past so mm. this is uh, this is just the experience so we have to foresee this and that's why usik uh, has his promoter and his manager beside him and and uh, and our lawyers respectful people uh, to point out the principal things for him and uh, but he he doesn't like to get really deep inside. He he's he's very very simple person. He's very easy to deal with. I mean, he's like a, a very open-hearted. Uh, you approach him, you explain it to him, and he accepts. He's not a, a, like a gambler. He accepts it because his heart is very clean. His heart is very transparent and open. Yeah, no, I see what you're saying. Anything can happen in the fight. And, you know, if Tyson were to win on April 29th, then, you know, I see what you're saying there for Alexander Usyk having that rematch clause in place. But, it, you know, the only time we're going to get four belts on the line is April 29th. Past that, 
if they do have a rematch, I don't know what belts are going to be on the line due to mandatories. You know, the governing bodies, at least one or two of them are going to call the mandatories. The belts get fragmented. So in the rematch, you guys probably wouldn't even be fighting for for all the belts, which is what's important to Alexander, isn't it? Uh that's what I heard from uh, George Warren this morning. And uh, that's what I cannot agree with. So the sanctioning bodies uh, are okay because uh, they are dealing with, uh, with, uh, with the biggest event. So w- once they render you the, the position to fight for, for the undisputed, uh, and the rematch clause is in, there is always a place, some space for negotiations. Remember, when uh, when we first started to speak about the undisputed, it happened one and a half year ago when uh, Tyson Fury uh, refused fighting Musik and uh, he chose uh, Dillian White for the mandatory. Mm-hmm. So, but at that point, Usyk... So Sorry, Alex. Just cut. Just a second. No problem. Sorry, sorry. You could carry on. I think the the last bit we got, we're we're recording now, Alex, was um when Tyson boxed Dillian White. Um, you were talking about, you know, he didn't fight. Yeah, I, I was talking. He he had to to for he, he he. It was his choice to fight Dillian White instead of fighting uh, Alexander Usyk, and Dillian White Dillian White was uh, his mandatory. And we had the deal at place that uh, Anthony Joshua uh, agreed to step aside from uh, Usyk's obligation, uh, contractual obligations for the rematch. And Dillian White was willing to take money to step aside from Tyson's uh, obligations. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, uh, it's a manageable situation. And when such a huge fight is taking place, um, anything, uh, anything can be sorted out. So, so we know, Alex, if um, Alexander Usyk won the first fight on, on April 29th, you guys were pushing for a 70-30 split uh, in your favour for the rematch. Tyson's team wanted 50-50. My question is, what if if Tyson won uh, on April 29th? What would the split be then? What, what split would you guys want in the rematch? So uh, Usyk's understanding was when he accepted 70-30, his understanding was that 70-30 would be the split for the winner for the rematch. Okay. Okay. So it works both ways, essentially. You're split for 70-30. Yes. Yes. Okay. All right. So... And by the way... Yes. By the way, uh, my first approach, when uh, when Frank Warren mentioned somewhere on the media that... Uh, 50-50. It's a 50-50 fight. Very easy. Both are champions. Should be respected. Uh, nothing, nothing else to talk about. We just go and make it. And I agree with him completely, because uh, my first approach was that we have it fifty-fifty uh, uh, for the first fight and fifty-fifty for the second fight. So none of the fighters lose the incentive uh, to train. We remember what happened to Tyson after he won Klitschko. And he had the contractual obligation to deliver the rematch, which he uh, didn't didn't comply with. Uh, and then he almost ruined his life. So uh, the offer of 50-50 for the rematch uh, was 
to give the fighter the incentive not to go deep, but to stay on the surface and take the rematch, no matter what happens. Okay, I, I hear that. For sure, for sure. Um, Frank Warren spoke on, on both on TalkSport today and to myself about, you know, when you fought Anthony Joshua, the, the rematch was 50-50, and that's obviously what they're offering you for the rematch. So do you want to make comment as to why in this situation it's different? I think you've alluded to it, but I just want you to clarify that bit. Usyk was the mandatory challenger for the WBA for two years. Uh, we were very flexible in negotiations with Eddie because with Eddie, we were always... Uh, listen, it took us five minutes to get the co-promotional deal. It took us, okay, I don't know how many, like a couple days to put uh, the fight with AJ together because it was fair. It was fair. Usyk was the mandatory challenger. Uh, AJ was the champion. So there is a split at place, a split which is 80 to 20. If we go on the purse bid, it's going to be 80-20, no matter who wins. So it's easy. Eddie showed some uh, some loyalty, so he um, gave another uh, something something on top uh, for, for the incentive. It was good. But the 50-50 split was accepted because Usyk was fighting the biggest fight in his career. He wasn't tested in heavyweights. His biggest fight was probably with Chisora. So and here he comes with the champion. So he's challenging that, that height. Who could who could imagine at that time who uh, that Usyk will defeat? I mean, beside Usyk team. Uh, no one could. Most of people, all the odds were like in favor of AJ. But he, he won the fight. And then, uh, I want to make clear, then he took the rematch, which was initiated by, uh, by AJ immediately in the ring. So um, it was fair because we had this obligation. We gave our word. We gave our, uh, we put our signatures on the contract and that, that was the case. Uh, then Saudis came up with the offer to stage the fight. And that was uh, a pretty decent offer, I would suggest. It was a 50-50. Both parties received probably the same money. But the money that Usyk received for the second fight is not even close to what he's supposed to receive in the fight with Tyson Fury on April 29th. Because the anticipated purse of Usyk would be three, four times lower than his previous fight. Mm. So uh, when I hear people say that Usyk gonna win, gonna 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 uh, earn some uh, extraordinary money, this is not true. This is not even close to be true. It's just a normal fight for Usyk, just a normal regular fight for Usyk, money wise. But he's ta- he's accepting that. He's taking that. No, he's not accepting that anymore. He accepted it in the past, and he took it like it is, like it was. But uh, so it's not about money. You know what I mean? It's not about money. It's about his real desire 
to fight for WBC, which will probably happen in, someday in the future. When we're speaking about these uh, rematch clause uh, splits, we're obviously referring to a situation where the rematch happens in the UK about, you know, you guys wanting 70-30, Tyson wanting 50-50. Now, if Alexander Usyk wins, he has a, a great chance going into this fight, but I would still say it's a, a big moment, if you like, for world boxing. You know, it it captivate the audience and, you know, the whole the whole world would want to see that rematch if Tyson Fury were to lose to Alexander Usyk. And that you know, would bring, you'd think, Saudi Arabia in. They'd want to stage that rematch. So I know when you guys were talking to Saudi Arabia that each um, sort of the deals would be done individually between the parties and Saudi Arabia. You'd do the deal for Usyk with Saudi and uh, Frank Warren would do it for Tyson and, and agree their purses individually with Saudi Arabia. So having said that, with the, the rematch more than likely to happen in Saudi Arabia... Um, you know, the the purses would be agreed individually. So should we even be worrying about the splits for a rematch? Umar, uh, can you estimate the probability of the first fight taking place in London? Uh, in, in December, I would estimate it as not more than 10%. Not more than 10%, because we had everything in place. We had Saudi confirmed for the end of April, beginning of March. We had everything in place. But it turned out to be London, April 29th. By the way, then we had April 29th in Saudi, and it ended up with London. Mm -hmm. It means that, uh, that in case we treat things like this, so, oh, it's not likely to happen, then we just... Close our eyes. No, everything is very likely to happen, especially in boxing. The thing that you don't anticipate, you even cannot imagine, would take place, most likely will take place. Okay. But would you say there's a fair chance, a fair chance that Saudi Arabia would come in if Usyk were to beat Tyson on April 29th for the rematch? Uh, for the rematch, I think we are, we are talking now... Um, we are talking now some stuff that is not related to the reality because the rematch will not take place in Saudi Arabia. What can take place in Saudi Arabia is the undisputed heavyweight championship now because 29th is off and if uh, if Skill Challenge Entertainment would be willing to stage this fight, then uh, we will put all our efforts to make it happen. But again, let's imagine... Both parties negotiate their own deals. So, uh, what during our during my conversation with Prince Halid, he used to say that uh, you guys are the most easygoing people and the e the easiest people to to make a deal with, and and this is true because uh, we are very reasonable people. Whatever it is, it is. So if it's uh, if it's not about playing games, if it's a fair offer, then we just accept it. We are not trying to to gain more and more. So uh, we can make we can make this deal. It's it's normal. It's easy. But imagine Tyson negotiating with Saudis and asking for more and more and more. So he he knows that money is at place, and he okay. So. Uh, Usyk, how much he receives this one? I want 
two times more. What's going to happen? Imagine what's going to happen. Nothing going to happen. Because he will price him himself out. That's what he did in the first attempt. And that's what he did in the second attempt right now. And that might happen if he doesn't make the conclusions. That might happen in the future as well. And lastly, on this uh, this rematch clause, what would your response to be to, if you like, Fury fans, UK boxing fans, who would say, you know, even if Alexander were to beat Tyson on April 29th and the rematch was to happen at Wembley, um, you know, later on in the year, that Tyson still deserves a 50-50 split. What would your you know response be that he brings, you know, the, the stadium with him, the British boxing public, the pay-per-view sales? What would your response be? Uh, be to that, Alex. Uh, did you see the numbers of Tyson Fury, Derek Chisora pay per view? I haven't been given those numbers. No, H- have you? Uh, unfortunately, yes. And uh, did you see the numbers that uh, Usyk Chisora generated? I, if you remind me, remind if you me. investigate. Uh, if you investigate both numbers, you will see the significant difference in the numbers. And I tell you why. Because Tyson Fury is completely overestimated. He, look at his last three fights. How much pay-per-view? Did he, did he sell one million pay-per-views at least once? I, I believe not. I don't have the numbers, but I, I believe no. nothing hit a million. No, 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 no. no he never sold. Uh, his numbers were lower than even AJ's numbers. His uh, biggest asset is tickets. Mm-hmm. So he's selling stadiums like Tottenham in December with Chisora fight. But the figures on pay-per-view were, were not that prom- how to say, not that good. Let's mm-hmm. be polite. Mm-hmm. Not that good. So it didn't work uh, you know, good enough for the promoter. Mm-hmm. And from that perspective, how can we treat Tyson like he's the biggest star? Let's, If he is a biggest star, let's uh, look at the numbers. So Usyk last three fights and Tyson last three fights. Who generated more? And if you look at the numbers, you will see that Usyk fights generated more pay-per-views than Tyson fights. So it's very clear. If Tyson wants uh, to prove the opposite, just let him disclose the numbers. Okay, okay. Just lastly, when you finished your uh, talk sport call with Frank Warren this morning, I heard, um, you know, that you guys might be calling each other or you might call George or they might call you about trying to give this one last go. Did that happen earlier today or not? Yeah, of course, of course. We spoke with Frank. And we both admitted that the fight is off. So we accepted it. And uh, we agreed to talk again over the weekend to discuss the mandatory. Okay, so Usyk Dubois is the most likely outcome next, Alex? Uh, Usyk versus mandatory is the most uh, likely to, to happen next. Okay, so it's not clear whether it will be the WBA or IBF next. Is that what you're saying? It should be. It should be WBA. Right, Normally, okay. the next in line is WBA. But depending on uh, Dubois' health, if he's fit to fight, uh, that uh, that will be the, the case. 
You remember his last fight in uh, his undercut? Yeah, I was there at Tottenham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that was a severe injury, a knee injury. You, you, you cannot say. I had that injury myself. It took me, I don't know, more than half a year to recover. And until now, five or six or seven years passed. And I still uh, feel the pain in my knee after the surgery. So, um, who are you having you know, a fight it's, with? It's a... I said, who are you <laughs> with? Wakeboarding. <laughs> it was wakeboarding. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, uh, hopefully Daniel's healed up, and uh, yeah, we can start talks with that fight. And uh, no doubt we'll catch up soon once those talks begin uh, for Usyk Dubois. Alex, thank you for your time as always. Take care. God bless you. All... Sports Social Podcast Network.